Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are the old world, picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we help every step of the way. We're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities than ever before. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each person individually. And for organizations, LHH provides consultant support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process, understanding the sensitivity and impact on your team. The world is full of new possibilities, and we help both organizations and individuals realize the possibility of what's next. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com. That's LHHtalent.com to get in touch with an outplacement consultant today because everyone and every organization could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. LHH, helping you every step of the way. Visit LHHtalent.com. That's right. Here we are. Well, we're going to start the show slightly different today, even though we've got a really packed show. I yeah. was touched this morning and decided to do this for Deborah Mark. Oh, what's you that? You don't know what it is yet. Well, I mean, you're touched. I don't have any French fries for you. <laughs> Beware. Well, he started, the way you're talking is so yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's deceiving you. John thinks it's uh, a trap. I'm sure there's going to be an unpleasant Deborah surprise. Deborah earnestly believes I am up to goodwill. I do. Wow, this is quite a, which way is it going to go? I told you you're too gullible. I, I know, but, you know, I'm always hopeful. All right, we'll see how it turns out. Well, John is wrong. Deborah's right. This is a gesture of goodwill. We're asking people in the Inland Empire, particularly in Riverside County, to please adopt some dogs oh. because 
in a big sign that the pandemic is over. They're being returned in record numbers by people. And the announcement I heard this morning that I thought of you, Deborah Mark, was one of the animal services people say we're going to have to put down 50 dogs at the end of the week. I told you. find homes for them. I told you it was a bad story. No, but well, Ken's trying to make, he's turning a bad yes, story into a good story. Good story. We're going to get them all adopted, John. We are. Deborah's going to drive out there right now in her convertible. <laughs> <laughs> She'll come back with 20 smiling dogs. I wish I could. You don't even know how badly I wish I could. Yeah, the county is caring for almost 900 animals, 644 dogs. This is Riverside County. And it's, they're, they're way beyond capacity. There's nothing else they can do. It's not sustainable, the agency said. More animals are impounded by officers who are brought into the shelter by the public than the number of animals getting adopted or transferred to other organizations. But it shows you that people are really jerks. They use the animal for temporary companionship yeah. for two years. Right. They said, well, you know, I'm home more now than the pandemic. Maybe I want some company. And they went out and grabbed the dog. And now they're like, all right, my life is back. See ya. I, I've, been le- I've been reading there's some human relationships like that where people shacked up together just so they'd have some company. They ordinarily were, were single. And so they would get together just to have somebody to roll around with. And then as soon as the pandemic was done, they looked and said, oh, my God, what am I doing? On the opposite end, I saw a story where people are trying to bring their cats to work. Because they have to return to the office and they yeah. can't leave. They, they've been home with their pets for two years and they don't want to. They there, want to there, yeah. there was a story a few days ago how big trend in offices. Everybody can bring their dogs. And I'm thinking, oh, for goodness sake. Oh, no. that, I would love to be able to bring be, my dog. There'd be dog poop everywhere. That'd be fantastic if you brought your dogs and just unleashed them on John during oh, the show. Oh, wouldn't it be great? And one of them barks a lot. They cuddle up <laughs> with them. And, <laughs> no, no, they would. He would her, her. My little one would be barking at John. Oh, you would? Oh, that'd be fun. Like my dog, right? They yeah, see yeah, me and dogs too and see if they don't fight each Actually, other. Actually, don't something. they just like sleep around? My dogs are great. Seriously, I have the sweetest dogs. It's just I look, think they, I think they're both issues. stuffed they're and you just you just tell people you have dogs. You have two stuffed pillows that look like dogs. Uh, okay, I will bring them in, John, and I'll prove to you that I have dogs. They have an abundance of larger dogs, um, and that's one of the reasons that uh, people are returning them. Pitbulls? They're a little t- well, did the yes, gang, did, particularly German Shepherd pit bull mixes, uh, yeah, yeah, things did, like that. The gang members returning their pit bulls? It could be. So what Riverside County is going to do is waive the adoption fees, which they only do, they say, on special occasions like holidays oh. and certain events. So this is the big clearance sale. All dogs must go. Yeah, so if you can, Riverside County Department really? of Animal Services is what you'll look for. So, Deborah, you're not uh, picking up even one dog? I mean, there's 50 of them, not even one dog, huh? Here's well, there's the deal. hundreds of them, but 50 will it. go down. Somebody's all And talk. they do have, no. <laughs> how do I put this? They, they apparently Wait. have separated out the 50 that might go down. You get to see You can this. actually go and see them. She's flapping her arms. She's so insulted. Here, here look. Here's the, the, the God's honest truth. My husband would kill me, uh-huh. all right? He didn't want two dogs because when we go away, we always worry. And I, I my trip is ruined most of the time because I worry about the dogs. And so he doesn't like that. So somehow he doesn't understand how I convinced him, let's get another dog. I said, I feel like a fraud. I'm a vegan and I love animals and we only have one dog. So I, I, I used that card right. and, and it worked. And I said to him the other day, I said, what about a third dog? Although I would not want to walk three dogs. He goes, get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> he was kidding, of course. Well, I don't know if he was kidding. How many times a week does he say that? <laughs> wow. I'm a lot, I know. You made a pitch for a third dog, you said? Well, yeah. it's, look, 
for the reasons well, you're talking about, Well, then maybe taking about, 20 Ken, won't be a big deal. <laughs> it, walking my dogs in my neighborhood, we don't have grass in our neighborhood. It's not the easiest thing in the world. <laughs> Get we don't have car. a big yard. It's difficult. But trust me, if well, I lived in a different house. You know, maybe if you didn't freak out on vacations, he'd be open to a third dog. You know what? Why don't you call him and ask him? Oh, I'm not getting into this. Oh, yeah. You've asked too many questions already. I don't know what you think you're doing. Uh, so they also mentioned huskies, apparently. Uh, there's a lot of huskies that got returned. To uh, big dogs. Huskies. Well, huskies need, they need a big yard, and they need, they need a lot of exercise. They're good dogs, yeah. They'll, they'll take you, they'll, they'll do the sleigh ride, right? They'll take your sled. <laughs> I wish I had a big dog. Okay, John, go get one. Why don't yeah, you go get one? Yeah, you've always had a yip yip too. So yeah, you have a big yard. Uh, it's not that big, no. Okay, uh, the it, old one was. It's bigger than mine, I'm sure. So why don't you why don't you go in and rescue a husky? Uh, yeah, let's that, hear your excuse. Huh? Well, I'm uh-huh. not the one in portraying myself as the savior to all animals. You have more animals than I do. I, yeah, I've, I've, done, I've done my share. We've had up to 15 creatures in the house. Okay, but you don't anymore. Every, huh? I think no, you I'm, need we're to go. down to six. Ken, don't you agree John should go and, and rescue a dog, right? This I, would li- I would love a big dog, but uh, I've been uh, outvoted, overruled, canceled. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so moving on. We have a big guest today at 5 o'clock, and we've been trying to get her for quite a while. Her name is Naomi Seligman. And at one time, she was the director of communications for Eric Garcetti, the L.A. mayor. She left that post, and she's part of this whistleblower deal where she actually recruited an organization called Whistleblowers, which is representing her to try to make the U.S. Senate aware of Garcetti and this whole scandal involving his former top aide, Rick Jacobs. Uh, We've talked about this enough. You know that Rick Jacobs has been accused by numerous Garcetti staffers of sexual harassment. And on top of that, on top of that, they're saying that Garcetti saw some of this, knew about this, and did nothing about this. And that's what he denies. Mm -hmm. And that's why his nomination as ambassador to India has been in a bit of a stalemate, although the hold just got lifted the report that came out yesterday it was a report done for a Senate investigation. Republicans who are looking at whether or not they're going to confirm or not confirm Garcetti's appointment as ambassador said that more likely than not, he did know what Jacobs was up to. Which means he compulsively lies about it to this day, perjured himself in front of the Senate committee, perjured himself in the legal depositions over the lawsuit filed by that police officer. Yes. Who was uh, driving That's Garcetti. That's started all this, yeah. right. And then uh, Naomi Seligman really blew the lid off this case by going through 31 pages of uh, experiences that uh, she and the staff had with Jacobs. Right. So uh, we're going to play when we come back. Uh, dopey yoga pants went on Channel 5 this morning to, of course, uh, deliver the usual pap. And, <laughs> and of course, the attempt... Is to make this report look like it's oh, it's partisan, it's one-sided, it doesn't tell the whole story. And it's the truth. <laughs> this is from a guy who put out his own internal report. Remember, they hired yeah, some right. law firm. To, to, and, that oh, was, that, we clear the mayor. Was, oh, yeah. yeah right. hey, he thinks people fall for this stuff. You I can't know. pull this stuff off anymore. My report is nonpartisan <laughs> and not one-sided, but their report can't be. It's uh, his own staff members and their own texts. 
and their own quotes, and it's by name. These are people who work with him closely. They're using their names. We have their texts. It's not uh, some anonymous source. It, right. It's somebody who's willing to stand up. In fact, they, they, they testified in these depositions as to what was going on. I mean, just stop it. <laughs> you're, you're being a silly fool. Well, you yeah. are a silly fool. Even a former Obama official says he heard Garcetti say, I can't believe we haven't been sued yet over this Jacobs thing. Yeah, this is all this went on every day. Every day that Jacobs was in the office, this went on. And everybody hated it. Because he was a powerful man. I mean, the question keeps coming up. Why? How did he get away with this? He was well, the, he was he was the chief fundraiser for Garcetti. That's right. why. Yeah. That's his power. He brought in all the money, and Garcetti wanted to be senator, governor, president, the whole run. All right, we'll play you a little bit of what Garcetti had to say on KTLA this morning. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Did we mention Michael Schellenberger no, is running for governor? No, I was just about to say. He's coming on at three, right? Michael, Michael Schellen Schellenberger. He's somebody you should seriously— I had one today for lunch. Uh, seriously consider voting for for governor. He's uh, neither Republican nor Democrat. He's running as an independent, or what's that term? Uh, no party preference. No party preference. That's catchy. NPP. NPP. Well, um, he's not aligned with either party. That's the key here. And he's got he's got some he's a really smart guy. And uh, you're going to hear f about him at three o'clock. He'll be in the studio. And I just found out a moment ago they're going to run uh, the interview on Instagram live. So you can see a video of the interview live wow. at three o'clock. All right. So that's exciting. All right, back to Garcetti. Uh, he made an appearance on KTLA this morning to talk about that Senate report concerning one of his top aides, Rick Jacobs, the sex harasser. And uh, the report, of course, was done because there's a few Republicans, even a couple of Democrats, grumble, grumble, who had some reservations about uh, Garcetti being ambassador to India. Uh, people are coming forward. They don't like the fact that Garcetti, under oath several times, has said he did not know anything about nor did not witness any of the alleged harassment by Rick Jacobs. So this report concluded otherwise, saying more likely than not, he probably did know about these uh, actions. And uh, here is Garcetti in Cut One on the KTLA Morning News talking about the report. I'm very calm about the process, um, confident about my qualifications and the truth, and concerned that we don't have an ambassador on the ground. Um, I strongly disagree with the opinions reached in what was clearly a partisan report. He's still a wind-up doll. He really is. Just all the great talking points. Can I point out something I heard today where, again, for the second straight day, the proverbial jaw dropped? The Garcetti ambassadorship in India? Hold on to your seat, John. 2,000 staffers. 2,000 people work for the U.S. ambassador to India. Holy crap. Yeah. What do they do? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know, you always have issues like with the consulate where people will go for but, problems with passports. Well, how many problems can there be? 2,000? <laughs> you need like five people working in an office to handle that. <laughs> Oh, seriously? Uh, is I that true that. in I, all the countries? I, does, it, does every country have 2,000 uh, embassy workers? Well, India is one of the biggest countries in the world. It's the second most populous, right, behind China. So, Well, uh, is that how they do it? It's, it's I don't know portioned by the uh, home country's population? I don't know. I would imagine well, the, you have the, a wait, bigger the, staff when you're uh, serving a bigger country. But, yes. but, the, but the Indian people don't need our embassy. 
I don't think they even Americans need the embassy. Yes, but it's also there so that we can bring, you know, our American opinions there and work with them on well, the yeah, world a, a few a few guys, sure. <sighs> Two Let's play thousand? Yeah, I, I, wow. I thought, did I hear 200? No, I heard 2000. That's I'll, I'll look it up. My brain I, just froze. You wouldn't put guard. How big is his city hall staff? Well, oh, anyway. well, City Hall, I don't know. I mean, city, a number of city employees is way out of control. 2,000. Um, All right, so we have a second clip where, uh, well, once again, here we go. I've been very clear. I can only state over and over that this is behavior that if it occurred and if I had seen it, I absolutely would have taken action. If. That's something that has been clear my entire life. My record has been very consistent that, that way. And I think opinions are not facts. Uh, and it was, I'll let the White House's words speak for themselves, but this seemed to be a partisan report. It was incomplete. It was partisan. It was one-sided. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's that. Really, the talking points. <laughs> I know. He's just, he's he said just it a the little to the side of Newsom in terms of his kind of jargon-filled way of expressing himself. He's just a wind-up, ridiculous <laughs> political dog. No, the, the question is not, is it partisan? See, this is, this is an example. I'm now spending my life analyzing how people conduct themselves in, in public positions to, to lie, cover up, and avoid uh, responsibility. He changes the subject. He changes the subject to what party did this? What party did the senator belong to who put out the report? So he gets to use the word partisan and just repeat it over and over again. That is not the issue. Whether Chuck Grassley is Republican or Democrat, the issue is his behavior and Rick Jacobs' behavior. And if you read the report, and if you read. All the news stories out there on the 31 pages by Naomi Seligman, and we've read most of this stuff. There are many witnesses, many depositions, under oath, 31 pages from Naomi Seligman. They have reprints of various uh, people's texts internally, employees exchanging texts with each other. All these texts were subpoenaed or turned over voluntarily. Anna Barr, who is now... Uh, oh, what candidate is she with now? I forgot. Anna, Anna Barr, B-A-H-R, she's the one who admitted in her text, and it's in the report, about some of the nonsense going on, but said she doesn't want to bring down Eric. Oh, that's right. That was a famous text. Yeah, yeah and then now she's gotten out of his office, and she's got some big-time job with some other political hack here. Uh, Did she comment on that text ever? Uh, no, I, I, I don't know if, if they, they all just disappear. They don't want to. And you could see in the text, some of them say, I'm not getting involved in this. I'm just keeping my head down. I don't want to be part of this. All right. It, yeah. I mean, it was real fear, real tension, uh, within, within the administration there. And it was something that was going on constantly because he has a serious, he has a severe compulsion. Rick Jacobs has 15 screws loose in his head. And he has a severe con compulsion to grab people's bodies, to force his mouth on other people's mouths, you know, to grab their waists, grab their arms, push his, his lips on other people. It could be men. It could be women. It could be anybody. He humps them. He, That's he, what they say he, when he, they say it's a power thing. He yeah. knows he's top dog behind Garcetti, so he does whatever he wants to people. Well, They're just objects. Bullies understand. It'd be funny to play with this person. Bullies understand. Oh, yeah, she's she's Karen Bass's spokesperson. 
Anna Barr <laughs> is now Karen Bass's spokesperson. Well, then she ain't going to want to talk, right? right? So, She's still connected. So, so Anna Barr does her best to cover up all the sex harassment. Now we're going to hear about Karen Bass carrying on about all the great woke social issues, right? All the, all the great Me Too issues. These people are phonies. Like Garcetti says, I stand by my record. Your record is your public display that covers up your sordid private life. You, he is a phony. Jacobs is a phony. Anna Barr is a phony. You know who's real? Naomi Seligman. She, she saw what was going on, and she wrote 31 pages about it. Well, she'll be on the air with us at 5.05. You're not going to miss this. This is our first opportunity to talk directly to her. And after 3 o'clock, Michael Schellenberger, candidate for governor on your ballot. By the way, I got my ballot in the mail today. I have it in my hand right here. It came in the mailbox. My, no, I my got mail in, but already has my I voted sticker on it. <laughs> How do they know that? <laughs> Based on your record. I'll have to give this to the person that harvests my ballot. So I'll give them my vote sticker. Or do you have your own private ballot harvester? I, I do. I have my own private ballot harvester. <laughs> I call Ballot Harvester Inc. Right. Good job. All right. We've got more coming up. You don't leave the house anymore. John and Ken, KFI, 3 o'clock. We're going to have Michael Schellenberger on, the writer and uh, the activist. And he's running as an independent, uh, no-party preference candidate against Gavin Newsom. He's worth a serious look to vote for him as governor, and we've had him on a few times, and uh, he is gaining a following around the state, and uh, we'll uh, present him to you at 3 o'clock. You can also watch the interview uh, live on uh, Instagram Live. Uh, making the news this afternoon, and really a week ago, it was all the talk about the leaked draft opinion from the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn Roe versus Wade. The Democrats in the United States Senate tried to pretty much, although it looks like they went further than Roe v. Wade, codify the right to an abortion into law. As expected, it, it failed because you have to get 60 senators to agree to move forward to get past the filibuster. That did not happen today. Well, they didn't even get 50. No, they felt Joe Manchin of West Virginia did not go along, so it was 49-51 so, against the— uh, They don't have the supermajority. It wasn't don't even have, a deadlock, right? They, they don't even have the majority because uh, much of the country does not want unlimited abortion, and uh, the abortion people are just going to have to live with that. That's not going to change. I, I think this is a loser of an issue. They, yeah. You know what? They amped up for a couple of days, and there's still a few people hanging around outside Supreme Court justices' homes, but— I saw a story the other day that basically this has been uh, a nothing. It has not resulted in as much noise, emotion, and protest. It's one of the most— One guy said it was much bigger after Trump won the election. That was that was that went on for weeks with people, you know, angry. No, it's one of the most um, unpleasant things to force people to think about. It is. Yeah. And it's been going on for 50 years, and people are burned out except for the lunatics on both sides. And when all you see in the news is lunatics screaming at each other, well, honestly, you want to you want to join you want to join that party? It really, it, it is the most unpleasant people I've ever seen. I have to stress on both sides: all these public demonstrations, these public activists, these people shouting and screaming and carrying on. It's like these are the most ugh, just repulsive people that you're ever going to see. You don't want to spend any time with them. Instead, what people care about is still the economy. And you heard that inflation report, which came out today. U.S. inflation was 8.3, the annual rate in April, a little lower than the 8.5 number yeah. we saw in March. But it's the first time in eight months it dropped. Both numbers are horrible, though. 
Both done. And by the way, I don't know how exactly how they calculate this thing. I've read it and it, it's confusing. Oh, it is. But yeah. yeah. But you know how? All right. Gas prices since a year ago today up forty three percent. All right. Food prices up nine and a half percent. So I mean, that, that's what we deal with the most. Oh, used cars are up twenty two percent. Yeah, used cars and truck prices up 22.7%. Airline prices? But it was a 35.3% rise in so March. I don't know exactly what's not rising at a rapid rate. Rents are going up very high. Uh, buying homes are going up very quickly. So I, I don't know what they put in the calculation to tamp down the uh, the price increase, but it, it's not 8% in the real world. Right. I mean, the, the restaurant prices? Oh, and, 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 and this, is, this is a hidden driver. It's not getting enough attention. The price of diesel is now getting close to five fifty. Diesel powers all the trucks that deliver all the goods in this country. It's it's a backbreaking number for the for the uh, for the trucking companies, and so they have to pass the cost down to all the companies that use the trucks to deliver their goods. This is this this is worse than their numbers. In, in terms of what people are dealing with in their day-to-day life. This is a total, complete fiasco like we haven't seen in 40 years. Another big story today concerned the county of L.A. agreeing to pay family members of 10-year-old Anthony Avalos $32 million in settlement money. It was supposed to start this week a trial. Brian Claypool is going to come on the show tomorrow to talk about this story Uh, It concerns, of course, the Department of Children and Family Services and uh, Anthony Avalos. I call them the sad trio of little boys that died. Thanks not only to evil parents, either parents or live-in boyfriends, it seems. And, of course, uh, child services. Uh, We all know about Gabriel Fernandez, of course, Anthony Avalos, and there's Noah Quattro. These are the three boys that died in a succession of years in L.A. County. And child services was unbelievably incompetent in their cases. And that's what this lawsuit was about. It was about to go to trial, but instead they've reached a settlement. I mean, that's a huge number. And that's our money. And this is what's really galling here. I I, I don't know the names of all the uh, executives and all the managers and supervisors. Who are they? And are they all still have their jobs and they're still getting paid? The uh, the couple, and this would be the mother, Heather Barron, and her boyfriend, Kareem Leva, in case you don't know this story, poured hot sauce on Anthony's face and mouth, whipped him with a looped cord and belt, held him upside down, repeatedly dropped him on his head. They alternatively withheld food, force-fed him, slammed him into furniture and the floor, denied him access to the bathroom, and they even asked other children in the home to beat him up, too. And he eventually died. He was removed from the home and returned to the home. That kind of story we hear over and over again. And 13 times, 13 times child services was called. 13 times. And as Brian Claypool said today uh, to the media, they were 0 for 13. Child services, 0 for 13. I mean, when you get to the point where he's getting dropped on his head, held by his feet and dropped on his head, and you know how many employees are in child and family services? 9,000. 9,000. And not one of the 9,000 could help this kid? 
Who well, are these people? Boy, but the other boys I just mentioned. Right, the other boys too. Well, who are these people? What do they I, do all day? Are they? This is the couple that got sent to parenting classes. Remember that? And yeah. that's where I was convinced that somewhere along the line in the last 10 or 20 years, they had this philosophy of whatever you do, keep the family together. Sure. Do what you have to do to keep them together. It's like- all right, parenting classes for a couple that basically tortures and nearly <laughs> murders their child. That'll work. You know something? When I, we had our first kid, um, we didn't go to a parenting class. It, it, it never occurred to me that I'd need a class. It's pretty obvious what you have to do. What, what, how about what, not kill your kid? Well, yeah, how about with that? You know, don't drop it on its head. Don't beat your child. Don't pour hot sauce down its throat. But thinking, what other case they were putting cigarette, lighting, putting out cigarettes what, on the kids? What, what do you need a class for? How hard is it? Put the kid to sleep, change his diaper, give him, uh, give him food, hold him, and play with him. What, what else do you need to know? Now, this settlement does not involve this Hathaway Sycamore Child and Family Services. It's a nonprofit. Nonprofit in Pasadena. They're gonna they're gonna be on trial in September unless they reach a separate agreement. This is the outfit that uh, had one of their workers, and I think she was involved with a couple of the boys. Her name is Barbara Dixon. Yeah, she worked with Gabriel Fernandez, too, who also was uh, killed. Right. And uh, they believe she was incredibly culpable in this case, and that's why they sued this uh, Yeah, but why, why, why? Is she still working? She's not in jail? She's involved in two, two kids who were murdered by... I think all they did was suspend her license or something like that. Suspend her license. It's these anonymous, uh, you know, uh, uh, workers in their in their cubicles, who who do the damage, and don't suffer any con- consequences. They don't even get much bad publicity. I, I just don't understand it. All right, Michael Schellenberger will be on after three o'clock. He's on your ballot for governor of California as a no party preference. Tomorrow we'll talk to Brian Claypool. We'll see what's ahead with that lawsuit, which may come up against this. Nonprofit out of Pasadena. More coming up on the show. John and Kent, KFI. Michael Schellenberg already here. We're going to have him on after 3 o'clock. Running for governor against Gavin Newsom. You uh, should uh, listen to him. Yeah, his book is San Francisco, which brought uh, national attention to what's been going on in California cities with homelessness and drug addiction. And, of course, he knows a lot about the environment, and he's a big advocate to keep Diablo Canyon nuclear power plant open. We can talk about all these things. And I think the last time we mentioned him, the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association has endorsed him for governor. That's right. Uh, you can watch the interview on Instagram Live coming up uh, right after Deborah's News at 3 o'clock. And obviously yeah. listen to it however you're listening to it right now. social media guy now. Yeah. yeah. you? Pushing yeah. your social medias on us. They're known as platforms, Ken. We're on, you're um, going to be a Twitter boy. We're on multiple platforms. You're going to be Elon Musk's little... Uh... We, we're streaming. We've got a podcast. we got an AM signal. we got it all. Uh, this story, South Carolina, love it. Uh, this would really come right out of, uh, not exactly Twilight Zone, maybe a Hitchcock. Remember Alfred Hitchcock used to have these little half hour shows? Oh yeah. Where the ending was a bit of a surprise. And, uh, it's like, uh, you know, the people find out at a festive dinner that they're actually eating a body that just got m- murdered and cooked up by the... <laughs> By the host. Oh, what a lovely episode. I never saw that. Yeah, I think that did happen. There was some sort of a... <laughs> well, no, I don't think that happened. But, uh, anyway, I, I think there was an episode, though, where a woman used a frozen roast to, like, or, or a man did to beat her 
to death or something like that. Uh, this concerns a guy who strangled his girlfriend to death. Her name was Patricia Dent, 65 years old. Then he thought about, well, what am I going to do with the body? So he went outside to dig a big hole in the garden. And uh, he wrapped her in trash bags and uh, buried her in the garden and then collapsed. Neighbors saw his motionless body. They did CPR. They called the cops. And then the medics came. He was dead. It took him a little while to find the woman that he strangled to death, buried in the trash bags nearby. So they had a heart attack. He died trying to cover up his evil, well, you know what? crime. That's that's a lot of stress on the heart because uh, like you know, you, snow. you've just killed somebody, right? And then you've dragged the body, and dead bodies are heavy. They uh, are, yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then uh, you, you, it is like shoveling snow. You do that kind of exertion, that shoveling maneuver. Is uh, really strange. And uh, it, where was this? This was in uh, South Carolina. South Carolina. Like, you can't do this in the cold. I mean, I grew up in New Jersey, and uh, guys were dropping dead everywhere. Uh, there'd be a snowstorm, and middle-aged guys would go out and start shoveling. You know, they wouldn't hire a kid to do it. They were too cheap to pay. And you start shoveling, and see it in the news the next day. They'd always go down. Because what happens, your blood vessels constrict. And if you've got all kinds of fatty deposits in your blood vessels, as they're constricting, eventually it cuts off the uh, the flow to the heart. Oh. And your heart seizes up and dies. And that's probably what happened to this guy. Yeah, well, I, I think it was karma, right? I think well, it yeah. was like instant karma. Instant it death happened penalty. happened not long after he killed the poor woman. Uh, nobody knows much about their relationship. Uh, her sister is the only one that spoke and said she uh, uh, was uh, full of energy. Her twin sister. Uh, 65, but still working. A big part of me is gone. Now I'm going to have to live with that. This guy didn't show up at his job at the golf course, which also got their attention to look into what happened. And uh, uh, when they found out that uh, he died, and then they find out that he, well, he died trying to bury his girlfriend. There you go. Once in a while, there's justice. Uh, Once in a while, you know, you think maybe there is a God after all. Yeah, exactly. This see, Arizona executed a guy today. Did you see that story? And I heard that. Well, 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 you have the details. I didn't see the story. The uh, well, the uh, the, 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 the let me Arizona. I didn't know they did that. Yeah, Arizona. Well, they had they did one in 2014, which I was a little surprised. I thought it was longer ago than that. Well, it was eight years ago. But yeah, 2014. Um, this uh, inmate's name was Clarence Dixon. And he was convicted of killing a college student in 1978, 66 years old. It was lethal injection. They did it this morning, which is rare, 10 a.m. Yeah, it usually happens late in the day because the yeah. news always seems to break while we're uh, we're on. Yeah, he killed 21-year-old Arizona State University student uh, Dina Bowden, Bowdoin, a uh, long time ago, 1978. Does it say what he had for breakfast? Uh, no, but we have some audio of him if you want to hear it. <laughs> what, getting executed? Or? His final statements. Is that right? Oh, all right, play it. I do and will always proclaim innocence. Now let's do this. <laughs> kind of undermines the message. Let's do this, please. <laughs> now uh, let's do this. You were supposed to kill another death row inmate in June. How about that? Yeah. For killing an eight-year-old 
a girl in 1984. Yeah, somebody's running for re-election. I think the executions are making a comeback. All right. Michael Schellenberger, candidate for governor, is coming on next. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon. Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at avalonwaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.